Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of We Should Be the Main Characters. I'm your host, Sir Gwyneth, and I'm joined today by not one, but two very special guests. Wow. <laughs> wow. First, we have Hannah Johnson. She's become like a regular at this point. We might update her to like co-host at some point, but as far as Dan's concerned, she's still just a guest, and we're going to run with that. Nice. <laughs> that hurts. I like that. And then we have one of my old friends, Chandler. Uh, actually, I'll just have you introduce yourself, Chandler. That'd be a lot more interesting than me telling everyone about hi, you. Hi, my name's Chandler, and I, I'm, I'm a TikToker. <laughs> hi, my Chandler. Is, my name is Chan Squared. Chan underscore Squared. Check me out. Yeah, little plug. Okay. Wow, that was lame. The real reason that we have Chan on here is because, so there's a lot of different sides of TikTok as we know. And for some reason, it's become kind of a little bit of a war, which one's better and which one's worse. We're, we're not concerned about that. One, because there's objectively a worse one. And two, because there's too many different other types to know which is the best one. Um, but the point is, Chandler comes from a very specific, very interesting side of TikTok that's usually called either cursed or deep TikTok. Um, if I said that, you probably have a pretty general idea of the type of content that I'm referring to. And the type of content that pops into your mind is pretty accurate to the type of content that Chandler produces. In the best way. In the best way ever. Yes. And you can tell. You can tell. Not not be, not telling you you're weird or any. I mean, well. Well, no, not in a bad way. Not in a bad way. Not in a bad way. I love it. If you see my content, like, I, I vibe with you. But, like. You can tell sure. you are, you can tell you're a very genuine person just by talking to you for like three minutes. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. I, I feel like it's more of a character I put on and that's, that's really, I, I mask most of my character and personality in like normal life. And sometimes like that character, it just ends up blowing up while I'm at work or whenever in daily life. And I just do the voice I do, you know? it's something like it's a it's a lifestyle you know you got to do it sometimes <laughs> if you want to hear the voice it's... yeah i want to hear the voice yeah, i was about okay. to say do the voice yummy, yummy. that's that's it i love it i absolutely love it i adore it yes Just it's imagine like oh else. i'm sorry go ahead <laughs> it's something else it it gets people's attention and that's the, the main priority of tiktok you got to get people's attention Wait, yeah. I agree with that. I was actually thinking that when I was watching your videos. Um, it's like, okay, I, I feel like I vibe with you because when you think about it, like humor is very subjective. So it's hard mm -hmm. to be like, quote, unquote, a comedian. It's easier right. to produce content that's so like whack and out of this world. Cause, right. Because I feel like when like people may not agree on what's funny or what's like attractive or anything, but people can agree on when something's weird as shit. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I think facts. it's a smart move. I think it is a smart move. Yeah. The weird side of TikTok is coming out, and that's the big side. You know? I know. I a know. Lot of people, the weird side of TikTok is huge. Right. And that's 100%. that's like something that you can like gain a following off of pretty easily if you're in the right side of TikTok, I guess you could say. So if you're if your audience is straight, the straight part of TikTok that causes people to um, get confused because they're not used to this content. They're just seeing Charlie D'Amelio dance all day. So instead of seeing that, they see what? my videos and then they're confused. They comment and that's what boosts the algorithm. Yes. Know? Yes. I 100. It's the shock factor. And I respect yeah. the fuck out of that. Do you ever yeah. feel like, like when you put yourself out there like that and like that character, do you ever like, kind of regret because there are videos that i put out there for like the shock value and people are sure. like how do you go to school with this and i'm like <laughs> right. i don't know <laughs> if i was in school right now i probably wouldn't have done it because even when i was making minecraft videos when i was like 15 i got made fun of that i, I got made fun of for that and i stopped making youtube videos because people made fun of me and then like now i'm not in high school there's not as much drama. You don't need to worry about people, you know, making fun of you or bullying you. So you just make whatever content you want. And, you know, all the people that follow me on Instagram see and all the, all the childhood <laughs> friends will see. <laughs> yep. 
and they'll be like, <laughs> yep. okay, what what happened to Chandler? You know? Yes, yes, I agree. Um, basically, basically, I want to throw out two things with that statement, just because you brought it up. Uh, one, shoot, oh my gosh, I completely forgot. Oh, no, no, one, you are another example. I am so happy. That's another reason why I want you on here, because mm-hmm. obviously, like, we know each other. You are another perfect example of someone who is funny, in part, because they were bullied in high school or perfect. bullied in middle school. Like, you are another member of the group of people who are funny because they weren't cool. Um, and we've talked about that on this podcast before, how like people assume, like fans assume that we were cool or that we are right. cool because we're big, but it's actually because we weren't cool that we're actually right. interesting and worth watching as people. Exactly. I know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like, um, honestly, uh, maybe I should have been bullied more. Maybe I'd be more interesting. <laughs> maybe I'd be more interesting if I was bullied more, but, um, yeah. And it's like, it's crazy to think about because in a way it's like, I almost want to say thank you. Like, I'm not saying it was fun to be made right. fun of in certain ways, but it's like, we, because we couldn't express ourselves and because like, we didn't want to express ourselves in real life that like, it almost felt like we were holding back, but on the internet, it's like, we don't have to. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like I personally would not be comfortable in public doing the things I do unless I'm like with friends or something, you know, but like in a I, park walking around, Picking up candied raspberries. <laughs> yes. And then somebody duetting it, and they're like, wow. <laughs> Mingo boy. Ooh. <laughs> Good old Mingo boy. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah, like, if I wasn't bullied in high school, I wouldn't have gone to the gym. Because I was, I was, I thought of myself as, like, the, the skinny fat kid at school. And I, I was so scared to take off my clothes in, like, gym class to, like, change. I wore two pairs of clothes each day just so I wouldn't be, like, you know, vulnerable. And then vulnerable vulnerable for bullying. And, you know, that's what really pushed me to go to the gym and, you know, get them nice, juicy gains. Yeah, yeah, good for you, good for you. And it's, like... That's that's really interesting. Good for you. I'm glad that you took it, turned it into something positive. I think I feel like that's what you right. can do. Either you can just let it like get to you and be like, yeah, I am a piece of shit, or you can turn it completely around and, and be like, fuck you. Like I'm throwing this in your face. You were wrong. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Which is by far uh, the much better way to do it because yeah. otherwise, like, where's the character arc? Where's the growth? Where's the interesting part of the story? Mm-hmm. Amen. And like, Amen. I think of my haters as bullies in a way except the haters are helping me in general because they're commenting for the algorithm Mm -hmm. and that's what really pushes tiktok you know that's what you know the haters push tiktok out you know all your tiktoks out are you know they're hit with the haters that's fine Get that clout, get that money. Yeah, 100%. Like, Charlie D'Amelio almost has 100 million followers. And that's because, I think it's because she was the first person. Like, we've seen it. We've seen it. Where TikTok can blow up a person. And if you mm-hmm. continue with that, like, you will just continuously blow up until, like, like you, you um, I don't know how to explain it. You abuse that one blow up and you just keep right. posting and keep posting. But with I- Charlie, since she was the first person to blow up like that, everyone hated on her everyone mm-hmm. and they're so stupid they were like why is she blowing up why is she blowing up it's like bitch yeah. because that's how the algorithm works yeah. if you keep commenting if you keep hating if you keep duetting she's gonna blow up yeah and like bella porch bella, bella porch yes uh, yeah, yeah. Bella mm-hmm. she uh, also she also blew up through that and she's still blowing up through that mm-hmm. yes yes it's, just she, gonna, it's crazy oh, i agree she made a line with zoomies or uh Le- uh, yeah, you guys saw that. Was, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm so jealous. I fucking love Rip and Dip. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, okay, okay. Wait. So there's some standard questions that obviously we have to ask. Because I guess now you don't do as much of it, but you still do some like slight editing in your videos every once in a while. What do you use to edit? Like, what do you, What's your go-to when you're editing? Yeah, Premiere Pro. Uh, it's always been that. Although um it's it's a little uh 
it's a cracked app, so I don't have to pay for it because my brother's a computer scientist and he coded it to the point of me being able to use it without paying for it. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I really enjoy editing when I can. And when I do, you know, it's, it's something I, you know, use my creativity on. And that's what really helps me increase my creativity for like other videos that don't deal with editing. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. That's really interesting. I feel like editing, I wish I could get more into editing just because I feel like I have a lot of ideas, but like, I feel like it would turn out a shit. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. all, it's all really practice. You know, once you get involved with it, once you research about it and once you like learn a lot through it and experience and like just editing more and more, it just becomes natural where you like look at something or you think of something your imagination and you just want to do it in like an editing software and that's what like my mind revolves around if i see something if i see a tiktok and i think of that tiktok if it could be edited i would edit it and then make it better or you know add on to it and that's what like somewhat my creativity builds off of other tiktoks so every single like tiktok i see I look at it, I analyze it, I analyze if it's edited or not, and then I kind of use that um, as a way to, like, increase my creativity. So, I love that. And we had one of our friends um, that we came to know because of TikTok, and I know we're going to talk about the, this later, but Natchez said something very similar, and he almost has 5 million followers now, and he was yeah. like, whenever I see a TikTok, I look at it, and I think to myself, how can I make this better? Right, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's not like copying or anything. It's inspired. You're, you're getting inspiration on it. But like, it's hard to tag a creator when it's not even like close to what people think has inspiration. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yes. But, 100%. And if you're being inspired by like hundreds of creators for just one video, it's kind of hard to tag all of them. And I've seen a lot of people blow up through like one similar humor. Um, I don't know what his name is. I don't know. There's, there's a lot of people that are now like making this like awkward type of joke and like, or like a humor. It's like an awkward type of humor. It's kind of like Brick Norman or Norman, Brick Norman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you know of him, mm. he, he makes his like awkward jokes. It's just an awkward silence throughout some of the vids. And that's what, why, why people keep on watching him because of his humor and his personality. And that's what like a lot of people are, you know, clinging onto. And that's what a lot of people are blowing up through, through other people's personalities. And they're like merging it with theirs, you know. Who is this guy again? I'm going to write him down because I need more inspiration. What's his name? Rick Norman or Nerman. Brick Nerman. Interesting. That is very interesting. I haven't seen that yet. Maybe it's because I'm taking a break from TikTok because um Yeah, you haven't been there for a little while. <laughs> I'm sure you can relate. Okay, bitch. Like sometimes the views really, really fucking get to you and like yeah. I can't right now. Um, you know what? I was gonna ask you. You were talking about things that like inspire you whenever I'm I'm gonna be real. Do you ever are you ever on something? in your videos because not in a bad way not in a bad way but it's very yeah. like um like one of them it was um oh, what was it fun dip fun dip and it's like spread out on the table yeah. like, this man's about to snort <laughs> and i was like he must have been are you ever on something because no. i don't judge oh you no. are nope oh. it's just a natural kind of mindset i don't know talking about your content uh-oh. You don't have to. This is a podcast. This is an interview of you. I, we have more like, questions about I you, sir. Like once you like started the the Ratui, like what is what is the rig rigatoni? The oh, the the ragu, the pasta yeah, that, that was like that was something that should be put out there. You know, there's there's different containers. Yeah, and you use those different containers just so people comment. That's I mean, yeah, one hundred percent. Like yeah. I, um, Hannah knows this person. I'm not sure if you do, just because you're not really into the cosplay side of TikTok. But um, our friend Michael, Michael Simone, uh, Simone, uh, okay. Anubis, 
he i he's a big twitch streamer i was on uh twitch live with him we were all playing among us a couple of weeks ago me him and a few of his friends and he started screaming at me because someone brought up like wait are you the guy that puts stuff into different jars and yes. he got so mad apparently i trigger him every time he sees one of my videos <laughs> He think I okay. I'm gonna be 100 honest. I purposely go to Walmart and I buy like off-brand spaghetti, like <laughs> pasta jars or like containers because like I know I'll use it because I'll use yeah. it because like I eat pasta like every single day because I'm a broke yeah. college student. But then afterwards, I'm like, wait a second, this is another container. Mm -hmm. I, I I love it so much. I love I love driving people crazy. I kind of think of my content as an endless jar of pickles. You grab one pickle out. And you know, <laughs> no, keep going, keep going, no, keep going. Go back, go back, no, no, hit it, hit it, finish, let finish. You no, grab one pickle out. You grab one pickle out, and you start to keep on grabbing that pickle, those pickles out, and then it's like there's endless amounts of content that you can take from those pickles. If you get what I mean, like you think of another idea <laughs> after. <laughs> jar of pickles where are you finding your fucking pickles bitch because i go to walmart and there's like 20 of those fuckers in there so what are you talking about this endless jar of pickles it's like it's it's a symbolism in my content i can create any singular thing as long as it's pickles that come in my head as long as so it's I pickles think, i could think of pickle content i could you know take a pickle jar and then i could say something random and people would view it in my voice. If it was in my voice and I said something about pickles, people would view it. There's something about kind of endlessly, in a way, creating different content, but at the same time, content that's inspired by the last video you created that's similar. Okay, okay. So with, okay, Hannah, don't pretend for a second that you understood that, okay? I literally, no, no, no. <laughs> I do understand because because it's it's kind of like what our group chat or this group chat that I'm in with like oh my god there's like 20 guys oh I'm not trying to like set no I mean because we were talking about how I don't never mind so I'm in this group chat with a few other tiktokers and they talk about all the time if you're struggling with views you look back on what got you big in the first place like don't don't try to like force yourself to make new ideas look back and like backtrack and get inspiration from what got you big in the first place right exactly and that's my my bathtub videos that's that's what's really boring. oh yeah we'll, we'll have a bathtub video don't worry yeah oh gosh okay okay that that's what that's yes, what sir. really started to blow up on my my channel or my account and that's what you know it's something that is near and dear to my heart that bathtub something else it symbolizes something else than just a bathtub I know. It's more than just a bathtub. Hours. Hours and dedication to that bathtub. Like, what are you doing in the bathtub? No, he just means, like, all of his bathtub oh, okay. videos that got big. I, okay, I did not watch those. I watched the newer ones. I'd like to hear about this. What are you talking about? Um, okay, it's, it's playing the bathtub. Um, no, no, don't be shy. It's playing so, the bathtub. So I usually end up putting a random um, video game that inspired my, you know, creativity in the past so for example i put skate three up on the bathtub ledge and then i had like a bunch of like cranberry ocean spray juice on the the part of the ledge i take it and then i drink the <laughs> i drink the ocean spray i pan to my face and i say like yummy or tasty in my voice and that's what's really blown up in the past except i need to make it completely weird completely shocking to the the normal person's eye normal is a weird word because everybody has their own normal but you know the the more average minded person's mind so it shocks people it's a shock factor so you were just like in the bathtub and you drank some cranberry and you were like what'd you say I, I drank cranberry juice and they saw the skate three in the background. And then I have these squinky toys. If you saw those, mm -hmm. the, the mm -hmm. squish lands. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Squeakies that put it, you, you put them on pencils usually, but I just have them as little props for my videos. 
you take them, you put them inside a little bowl, and then you pour some cranberry juice inside the little bowl, and then you take a fork or a spoon, and then you you take kind of <laughs> very artistic. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's very artistic, exactly. But you you drink the cranberry juice out of the little bowl when you're in a bathtub, and everybody's amazed. Or you put carrots in your nose. And then they comment, and they're like, what the heck is going on? What is this kid on? And I'm like, oh, Life. that's what I'm on. <laughs> okay, I did see videos like that. How did you, like, when you were first starting out on TikTok, I, I did not go all the way down. Were you immediately like, I need to do a shock factor? Like, like, what were you thinking when you first started TikTok versus, like, now where you're like, well, I don't know where your mind is now. Like, I don't know if you want to make this, like, like me and Glenn want to obviously grow bigger. I don't know if this is still like a hobby for you or like right. how you feel. This is like a side thing hobby. I love to, to increase it to the point of, you know, being able to stream on Twitch or whatever for yeah. people to watch me because yeah. everybody, I mean, most of my fans think I'm entertaining enough to stream and it would also be cool to make a fitness channel of some kind and kind of like include or merge my personalities and kind of show both when I'm at the gym which that would be really cool you know I was doing that at um, my gym recently and I was on stream on TikTok and nobody was in the gym so I could just be myself and I just like I lifted weights it was a good session there's like a hundred people watching and it was it was a vibe you know everybody was like yeah I'll lift them weights I dedicated my lifts to some people and it was, it was a pretty fun time, but um, I'd say I love to, you know, one day make it, make it big on YouTube or something. That'd be pretty cool, but it takes a lot of time, a lot of dedication, a lot of motivation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So when you were first starting out, were you like, and you, when did you have your, if you don't mind me asking, has your content changed from the beginning or? I'd say it did for a bit because I had two accounts. One account was um, solely, it was mostly edited content. That's where I really began my journey. And it only got to 2,000, 2,000 followers. It was a very, very small um, account, although every video probably got 200 views it wasn't wasn't very um algorithm didn't liked it or didn't like it at all so that was kind of a bummer but that was my way of kind of like finding what my content would be in the future because i didn't really have a, a true niche or niche niche not niche niche and you know that that's something that came in time and once i i knew i wanted to do weird content of some time of some way some something and it kind of just kind of just came up after a while so yeah okay okay cool i do i i feel like me and glenn both understand that like you, you do have to start somewhere and even dan i was looking at dan's content he didn't always do vlogs no he didn't, he didn't always do vlogs yeah, that's really interesting to see like where you started and where you are now and how you grew to make that content. That's really interesting. Right. Yeah, you just kind of find your thing. And with, okay, okay. And with finding your thing. So I'm guessing just based off of the type of content that you do have and what you've said in this podcast, I'm guessing that you really don't plan out content much in the future. Am I right when I uh, say that? Like, um... I so when I edit content, that's where I really plan things out. And sometimes I make so many ideas in my head to the point of not being able to do every single idea I think of. So I have like a creativity. I, I have too much creativity to the point of not being able to have enough motivation for editing enough videos. So that's one of my problems, especially if I'm doing like animation stuff because I really enjoy animating and I have this video that I was doing and I started and then I didn't finish it <laughs> and that's a lot of my edited videos where you know I spend two hours on it and then I don't finish it at all and animation in general 
it takes a long time. So yeah. that's like, that's something that I need to work on if I was to finish a project and then go to my next project. So, yeah. Would you say that part of it, are you a perfectionist and part of it is like you have these ideas, but you know that if you were to edit it, it wouldn't come out the way, that, like it wouldn't come to like reach its peak. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Um, that's part of it, but it's also just time and finding the time to edit and doing 10 videos to 15 videos a day because my content can do that. I could push out 50 videos a day, but it would just take a lot of time and creativity. But um, in general, like I'd say my edited content, I can be a very, very big perfectionist and I like need to have certain aspects in the video that I like imagined so that it like I think of it as a good video you know yeah okay okay understandable I get that too and like once I'm actually like going through a project I sometimes get like different ideas throughout the project and that's what I really like through time I, I have different ideas through time I have a whole like bunch of like I don't know emotions that I feel so I can get through that and like through those emotions I can just you know grind out or just not even do anything you know to where to where your creativity just explodes in your mind and you're like oh gosh I have so many ideas which one which one should I choose you know I, I do understand that. Like I have multiple like books or notebooks of like all these ideas, but I haven't done like half of them. And part mm -hmm. of it is a time thing. Part of it is a like perfectionist side of me. And part of it is just like, it's way, it's way too long in a way. Mm -hmm. Or like, I don't know if you're like this, but um, I don't have a clear ending. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I'll have this idea and I'm like, where the hell am I going with this? Right. And that's what, that's what it happens. Like you, you think of an idea and sometimes there's like no plot to the idea but in your head there may be a plot it just takes a while to like get there after working on it for a while and that's the cool thing a part a part of creativity because sometimes you don't see the end product but like throughout your mind you just like kind of travel you travel gradually to the end yeah no 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 I do get that there have been times where I don't know where it's going but mm -hmm. like as I'm doing it you reach an end point and you're like wait okay like this was a right. lot easier than I thought it'd be it's also like um I personally have sometimes have I know blocks of creativity where like I think of something but I also think of my past content it's like it's too similar so I don't do it you know like I do an idea, but like, I think of it as an idea that's way too similar to a video yeah. I did like a day ago. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to do that because people will just be like, oh, we want the old Chandler back. <laughs> we, want, we want the old Chad squared back. But like, I feel like all of our followers in general, they want something from us and they don't see that we're real people sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about that before. We're like, eventually, like, we aren't even that big. And we've already seen that people like, it's almost like they don't see us as people anymore. It's like a form of entertainment. You know, mm -hmm. like, I'll have I'll have fans that completely invade my like personal space. And I have people that'll say like mean shit. And they just think that since you're big, or quote, unquote, big, you don't see that and you don't care. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, 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 I, I really care. Like, I'm a, I'm a fucking pussy. Like, I care. <laughs> I care. Yeah. But um, no, with Glenn, I was going to say, I know, um, I think you're a genius. Like, you're talking about how it doesn't require much effort, but you're still yeah. getting those views. Are you talking about me? I thought you were talking about yeah. Chad. It's like, what? Oh, that's I mean. Well, Don't compliment me. That's, that's no, weird. No, I know. No, I know. But this is something, this is TikTok related. Like, I think it is something to think about. Like, when we were talking about Ben and how he uses, like, clips and then, like, that's a genius move. Like, that's what you want to do with social media. You want to find, like, you want to find a way to make it big with the least amount of effort possible. I'm not saying you don't put any effort in your videos. <laughs> Calm down, I'm, I'm fine. Work smarter, not I'm harder. fine. Work smarter, not harder. So I respect you. I think it's smart. I think you're a fucking genius. 
Aw, that's so weird. You don't compliment me very much, and now I feel kind of icky. Shut the fuck up. Go ahead and say what the hell you wanted to say. Oh, I was going to say that because of the fact that, like, there isn't a huge, huge amount of creativity put into my videos, that makes me, like, respect, like, not just, like, both of you guys. Sorry, one of you guys is above me and one of you guys is below me, so that's why I did that. Not just both of you guys, <laughs> <laughs> but just, like, any content creator who, like, obviously has more scripted content. I'm just, like, I'm always so impressed. Because, like, the amount of time and effort and energy that they put into it, I just, I'm blown away. I'm amazed. Like, even my YouTube videos where I do edit things, I do, like, really quirky, stupid, detailed, detailed edits. Like, even that, it's really not thought out. Like, I have, like, the generic things that I do in every video, but I really don't think of what I'm going to do until I come to that exact second in that video. And I decide, oh, I'll just do this right here. And that's the end of it. And then we just continue watching. None of what I do is really methodically thought out. Yeah. Cause that's I sometimes yeah. how that's sometimes how editing goes. You know, you think of the base idea and then once you're into, you know, getting the video done, you kind of just go with the flow and just edit whatever you think that would be, um, that would be good in the, the video. And that's, that's what I also struggled with scripted content. Like I, I kind of scripted a whole script for this one video and it was about Ev Swizzle. If you know who that is. Mm -hmm. Bitch, we were talking about the, I, I, I related you to her. I yeah, was like, and, this yeah. guy has the same energy as this girl. Right. And she, she followed me like a few months back and I was going to make a video of our platonic relationship, our mutual relationship on tiktok oh like ben and, and julia <laughs> and it was going to be a whole big story and it was like it, it was a very confusing but i would say funny video because it would all be edited you know it would all be my type of editing style which if you've seen the 160k special that's what it would kind of be like mm -hmm. so that <laughs> that that was something else so um yeah i it's just crazy how I kind of, I think I saw her content a while back, but once I saw everybody using the whole backflash trend where you're just like taking a video through your backflash of your phone. So I was like, Hey, you know, that's when like I started doing that. Like Mr. Bruno blew up through using his backflash. I love him. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. used him I love through. Him. Yeah, his backflash, her backflash, and that's like, that's kind of like a side of TikTok in itself. Backflash TikTok. Backflash TikTok. Very much so. Mm -hmm. 100%. Or is it front camera? Is that the front camera? No, it's back camera. Back camera. Back camera. Okay. I yeah. Know. I don't fucking know. But that is interesting because people see like, like her videos, and you're like, oh, that's a fever dream. Like that must have came there when she was high. But like. Right you literally you do script it because i've made videos like that where it is real like weird and quote unquote quirky and people are like what the hell did this just come to you in a dream it's like no i actually i don't know how the hell i got to this point but i did actually right. script that and think about it I, I i personally want people's approval sometimes to the point of being very very i don't know i i just seek for a lot of people's approval which may not be the best and mentally you know and that's definitely not that's what kind of in social media that's what something like that's what is always in my mind so like whenever i see an unfollow on instagram i i see that those people unfollowed me because i'm acting weird or because they didn't see me as i was before they followed <laughs> Wait a second, wait a second. Because you brought that up, I need to say this because on Instagram, I play around so much on Instagram, so much. Mm -hmm. I purposely post stuff knowing you'll lose me followers. I'm not sure if you paid attention, but do you remember either of you um, back in August where I did um, turn into a TikTok e-girl, like yeah. I made my friends do makeup? I, okay, so I think I told you, at least you, Chandler, like I yeah. want to see how many followers I lose. Like I did that. I said that if I lost less than 10,000 followers on TikTok, that'd be worth it. I only lost like 8,000, totally worth it. And on TikTok and on Instagram, I thought if I lose less than like 800 followers, it would be worth it. I only lost like 500 followers from it. And like, 
I continue to do stuff. Like, I purposely post stuff that I think I, I like, but I know will lose me followers. I don't, I don't understand some people that just unfollow for somebody's pictures on Instagram. It doesn't make any sense, especially if you have somewhat of a relationship with them, like, before TikTok, you know? And, like, some, <laughs> some people have done that on Instagram where, like, people from unfollow me and they're like i don't know why why did i edit this photo not to your approval like oh the one, i'm the paying attention to any i'm sorry yeah no i think honestly when it comes to losing followers i think you'll you're always just gonna lose followers once you're yeah. on social i watched i was watching beyonce live count for instagram she lost 20 followers within a minute within a minute beyonce wow. So if Beyonce's losing followers, hell yeah, I'm going to fucking lose followers. But the thing is, you notice, like, you slowly start losing less followers. And eventually, mm -hmm. you're left with the people that actually want to follow you. And then once you mm -hmm. have that, you can keep building. Because right now, like, I gained a fuck ton of followers because of that Instagram reel. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. I reached 11,000 followers. I'm down to 9,500. High five! High five! High five! That's actually really good when you think about it because it's like all these people followed you for one video and like I posted another picture, a picture of me after that and I lost like a thousand followers, but I know I'm going to keep losing until I'm left with the audience that actually wants me. So mm -hmm. yeah, you just, you just got to roll with the punches and it sucks because like what you were talking about where all your friends, like all your lifelong friends follow you on Instagram because obviously you were on Instagram before TikTok. And they see that. Mm -hmm. They see your follower count go down and up and down and up. And it gives you mad anxiety. Yeah, like I've, I've seen how people react to my likes and how they may be jealous through my likes. And that's what I feel like a lot of lifelong friends may do in situations of seeing somebody blow up on TikTok. They don't follow you anymore because of those reasons. And that may be, that kind of may be the reason for people unfollowing me, or it also could just be me being weird. I don't know. Like I posted a a, or a, a picture on Instagram of me sitting on a toilet and nobody like unfollowed picture. me from that. And then I post a picture of me. It's just a weird, like kind of illusion picture that may not, everybody's thinking I'm on drugs. Everybody's commenting, thinking I'm on drugs. And I, I'm not. And they're like, are you on drugs? And I'm like, no, no, I'm not. And then it, it's just weird how people assume somebody's position in life through just one singular photo. It's so shallow, so very shallow. And then they judge you for it. You know, you're, they're judging you, you know? That's like what an overthinker thinks, and that's what I think because I'm somewhat of an overthinker. So, Chandler, what are some influencers, YouTubers, TikTokers, whatever, that like are kind of like role models to you? Like, you might not want to make their type of content, but they're like, you know, they're like an example of like a great content creator. Yeah. Um, oof, there's so many. I feel like I'm inspired or motivated by so many people in my life and it's hard to just list one person or two Come on, people. you can list as many as you want go um, on rant. i'd say chris udala was a big big Aww. influence when i was just a small little little teenager he i worked with him for about two and a half years so i kind of like got the feeling of how he kind of like blew up in the first place you know he he wanted he, he completely like understood how i felt and how we both we both wanted to be content creators in the past and we were both at culver's we were both in the situation where we were in similar situations and that's what really like pushed me to create content on tiktok and i remember I wouldn't say I idolize him, but I think about him a lot. And just because I care, you know, I care about him. Um, and I'd say his content, once it like blew up, he, he wanted to be a YouTuber. So he created content on YouTube before and he, he thought that was the right route. And then people started to tell him, oh yeah, you should go on TikTok. It's, a, it's, it's the way to go now. Like 
they're not going to blow up, blow up on YouTube unless you get some type of shout out or um, publicity through another content creator on YouTube. And that's like something that really got to my mind. And like, everybody was like, you know, blowing up on TikTok, you know, everybody from our school, you know, oh it's God. just crazy how so many people like, yeah, just made videos. It's re it's really interesting. It's almost as if our school had a really bad environment where everyone was seen as a loser, and so they were kind of all funny because we have an unprecedented amount. I graduate, we graduated. I've said yeah. this on here before with eighty four mm -hmm. people, and I'm pretty sure at least twenty five of them are like semi TikTok relevant. That says a lot. That says a lot about what type of environment our school produced. Okay. What? Yeah. what? If you all were losers, why? Like, if you're all losers, then no one's a loser. The administration was still there. Okay, and that's all I'm saying. Okay, okay, you know what, fair. That is really interesting that a creator that has, like, he is completely different from your content. And all, like, you guys, I think you guys are completely two different, two completely different people when it comes to content. Yeah, so it's really impressive yeah. to see that you look up to someone that has completely different content from you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think we have just a, a bond, metaphysically, metaphysical bond, you know? We just think like the same in a way but at the same time we think completely different mm -hmm. like i'd say my content was completely like irre irrelevant slash horrible when i was first starting like i didn't know what i was doing like my yeah. niche did not exist I, I didn't have like you know a brand and once i started a brand and like i saw all these bigger creators they had their brand they had their niche they had their subject that they talked about they had all their like you know trends that they did and like that's what that's what makes a creator a creator if you're not doing some type of like centralized trend or niche it's hard to really you know gain a, a brand or following generic question again okay what is a a common myth about TikTok, about what it's like on TikTok, about how TikTok works, anything about TikTok or social media in general that you just like to debunk. Like you just see it around and yeah. it's just, it just kind of bothers you. Maybe like ticks you off the wrong way, whatever. Well, there's a lot of people that completely think that TikTok is like stupid and everybody on it is, is like a weeaboo or something. And I personally stand with the weeaboos, you know? Yeah. Anyways, yep, yep. like they think like that's how it was with musically when people started getting famous off musically everybody was hating on musically because everybody was like you know small 15 year olds you know everybody got famous really early like jacob satorius and like oh, okay yeah i just want with, with that sorry i want to interrupt but with that for the record like Obviously, I was part of the Musical.ly days. I will attest that very few of the people who blew up on Musical.ly were people who should have blown up on Musical.ly. Like, obviously, the first people that come to my head are people like Jacob Satorius and Cameron Dallas and Bryce Hall. And right. none of those are really good examples of, like, content creators. Right. Or just good examples of people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. so I'll just say that, like, I understand the hate of that. Mm -hmm. And, like, a lot of people just become famous for no apparent reason, you know? And that that usually is due to very good looks or, you know, thirst traps of videos. And, you know, sometimes that degrades people through the people that follow them. And, like, a lot of people look at their bodies and they're like, oh, I want to be like this person, like a lot of younger kids. And that's really hard on the younger generation. You know, they look up to all these content creators. They kind of idolize them to the point of, you know, looking at them as like a God, you know, and that's, I personally don't believe that's right. You know, it, especially if people are looking at like the outer shell of that person like their looks and their body type if 
oh, if you're skinny, you're become you're going to become famous. No, <laughs> that's not the case. You know, I always looked at that that way. Social media in general, the fitness industry. I grew up watching the fitness industry and how every single person like manipulated their audience into thinking they're all ripped and stuff but really under natural lighting they're just they're just a they're very very you know normal looking to the normal eye and that's what really causes the negative social media parts to come out you know yeah, it's, it, we talked about that before when people sell this lifestyle. Like, people want it because it looks easy, it makes you look better, and you're right, it hurts people. Like, I remember, okay, this is why I think I think celebrities need to be honest about having plastic surgery, because that hurts yeah. people. Like, I was talking to this 12-year-old, or 11, and she was like, I hate my nose, like, maybe if I was just born, like, freaking Kylie Jenner. Wait, is Kylie mm-hmm. Jenner the mother? Yeah, and they're comparing themselves to these celebrities because they were these celebrities refuse to be honest about mm-hmm. where they came from, who they are, like what they look like, and it mm-hmm. hurts these children. And it's like right. what like I really hope people get something out of this podcast. Like I know like like I want to be honest on this bitch and like let people know that like it's not like that. Like right. no. kids grow up on social cuz we like, when we were little, I, I didn't get a phone till I was, like, 14 or something. Yeah. Like, I was 15, I think, when I got my first phone. I was, def- I was 16, so. Yeah. Yo! Yeah, and I'm kind of glad. Like, these poor kids are being exposed to social media way too early. And it's just so disgusting because now, like, as as social media, like, I remember when Instagram first came out. Like, we grew up mm-hmm. with social media. We have watched it become more tainted, more tainted. Mm-hmm more toxic we have a better Mm -hmm. understanding of it but these little kids that are going on instagram when they're like freaking 11 they don't know Mm -hmm. they don't know right and that's what really causes problems in society with the job market the economy you know if you think about it everybody wants to become something big now you know oh they look at all their famous influencers and they're like oh i want this you know i want this I, i i I don't want to have a normal job and like you even see it through like my life like I personally when I when I first got social media when I was like probably 17 or 16 I like I really wanted to be a a influencer and that was even before like I just watched a lot of YouTube and stuff from fitness um, people and like I looked at these creators like minecraft creators and i was like i want to do that someday i want to just like play video games for a living and like it's not not realistic sometimes and um that's what you know a lot of people seek but i i was so like i believed in this dream so much to the point of uh for my like somebody called my yearbook in high school or called me or told me that I would be able to say what my dream job is in my yearbook and I hold I held up this sign that said youtuber I held up this sign as a kid I was like 15 14 mm-hmm. and I, I was like I want to be a youtuber and so many people made fun of me for that yeah so, yeah so hilarious so <laughs> that's where it starts like when it comes to social media you need to start somewhere where you accept that like like you have to let people know that you want it you know what I mean that's the whole point of social media like you can't stand there and just like be quiet about it because then no one will know and you won't go anywhere you need to be loud and that's that's where it gets so scary because if you fail it's like well everyone already knows like I wanted it and here's me failing and everyone can see it Yeah. yeah exactly we don't have to be afraid of the failure. I guess, like, people naturally are. But, like, I feel like that's what holds a lot of people back. Like, if you look at all of our content, I guess I guess with three interesting examples, me less so, but still all three of us, all of our content is, like, weirdish, not what people think of when they think of, you know, like, YouTube influencer content. It's very niche. It's very specific. It's very out there. And so anyone who sees us, like at this point, it's too, it's too late. We're already big. Like if we end up failing and none of us end up going anywhere, like people are still going to remember us. Like people are still going to remember us as then that weird 
person, you know, like that weird person from like that fever dream of like 2019. But mm -hmm. like, I guess my point is with it at this point, all of us are already branded with like what we are. So like, no matter what we do, we'll be remembered as that. So as long as we're going to be branded with it anyways, you might as well get as big as possible. Full Maybe. force, all out. Amen. And that's like, as you gain a following, as you get more out there. And I know, like, especially with our content, because we are so quirky and different, like, we're already out there. Like, when <laughs> probably, we're, we've probably, we've been out here since like 50k. Like, we were like, all right, this is so weird. Like, we need to keep going with this. Like, we, it's almost like, um, we need to show people that we aren't, like, I talked about this before. It's like, yeah, we're weird, but maybe if we can get that clout and maybe if we can get that that bag, like no one will judge us. They'll just be like, fuck yeah, right. they're weird. But like at the end of the day, they're making something out of it. And if anything, they're fucking geniuses. Right. And that's where a lot of jealousy comes from through, yeah. you know, people that weren't working at it from the beginning. And I also felt the jealousy coming from me. Like I, I looked at all these people, you know, when I would, when I didn't have a following, I looked at all these people above me and they're like, oh man, I want to be like that. But like, what are they doing? So special. How, how do they do that? You know? And I just wanted to know. And like, just studying the algorithm hours and hours, I've, I've like, you know, strategically placed myself into a place where the algorithm likes me, you know? Yeah, except for days where it doesn't because it's an asshole. Right, exactly. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but um what was I gonna say? And it's kinda like, um, I don't I don't even know where this came from. I'm thinking about I finally remembered what I was gonna say when you're talking about Chris. It's like me and Glenn were talking about it. It's like, yeah, we're on TikTok right now, but who knows, maybe TikTok isn't where we're supposed to be. Like maybe it was just a stepping stone to getting to where you want to be. Like you're talking about being a Twitch streamer maybe like right. you wouldn't you wouldn't like know for a fact that you wanted to do something with social media until you get your feet wet and you're like wait I want this but the thing right. is like TikTok was a really good place to start because it's fresh it's new it's like it, it's one it's not saturated yet yeah right. exactly yeah. I mean at this point I yeah now it kind of is now it yeah. definitely is but like we have that standing to where like we can make or break it 100 percent yeah well you know, we're yeah. kind of in the middle so Mm -hmm. We wouldn't have had that if we tried to go on Instagram, in, sorry, Instagram or YouTube or anything like that first. So, mm -hmm. and the hard part with the algorithm, it seems that a lot of people blow up on their, a lot of people randomly blow up on their first few videos. Yes. If we think about like how many videos I made to get to 200K versus Mr. Bruno, for example, you know, I probably made 1,300 videos and he's made, 300 videos you know There's, i mean i okay, do so post a lot and Han hannah looks surprised at that um before i like before i hit 30k so before my first blow up i still had over a thousand videos posted like right now i think i'm at like three thousand i might be nearing four thousand videos like i have a ton of videos yeah how i don't even have that many well, whatever. I, I just get lazy. I will admit that. I wish I was more. Um... Oh, wait. I just looked it up because you can see it really easily. I have 4,159 videos. Oh, fuck. Uh, How do you do crazy. that? That's insane. Did you used you used to post like 10 well, like, videos a day, right? Well, yeah. Well, back when I first, like I was getting 30K and when I was, um, before I blew up for Sea of Soda, I would post the very least was like nine videos a day. And I did that from August until December every single day uh, that added up a lot and then i didn't like really stop like then i started posting like only five or seven videos a day and now i post like maybe two or three depending on the yeah. day but that's just because school and work is busy and it's been annoying but like i'm getting back into it we're getting back on our grind now that this is live and active i don't have to right. worry about it as much now now i'm getting back into it now the creativity is starting again right and um also on with that on with like posting stuff on with videos and stuff um what about reposts do you guys have different interactions with the algorithm when you repost 100%. a video um so usually i, I repost a lot a, but yeah i reposted a video for um the sound so people could use the sound instead of just the 
regular Terraria music, mm-hmm. and it blew up pretty fast compared to like the natural video that yeah. I posted. That makes and sense. And it's kind of weird how like I just inverted the video or made it. I flipped it, and that's all it needed to for the algorithm to actually boost it out because. Like I think the code, the code in the algorithm, sees the image, sees all the frames in the video, and they see it as a whole different video if it's inverted or flipped. And that's what actually like allowed this video to blow up compared to if it was to go up and there's zero views on it because it was the same exact video. So that's what I've learned through posting. I have a. You know what we talked about shadow banning before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So this actually relates to this. Like, like post reposting video and seeing it do better. My drunk girl skit, when I first posted my very, like the very first time I ever introduced that character, it hit, it was like going like crazy. It hit 440, 41,000 like likes and it stopped. It stopped. Mm. Like you need a, it stopped, stopped. Like you can't even find the video if you look me up. And it's still there. Like, that's wow. what shadow banning is. But then I reposted it, and it went, I think it had 2 million likes or so, or 2 million wow. views and stuff. And it's just like, well, why did, like, I didn't invert it, like you said. I didn't do anything to it. I posted yeah. the exact same video, and it just blew up when the first time I posted it. Not only did it, did it not do well, it got completely shadow banned. And that, I think, I think that's because we were arguing on whether or not it's real, but I think, I think that counts as, like, that's a pretty big, like, yeah, because you can't even find the video if you look up my page, but it says it's still there for me. There's a lot of suspicious stuff with TikTok's algorithm. It's a very detailed algorithm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's crazy, and it just made no sense, but yeah, I understand the reposting thing. I've done that. I don't do it a lot, but I do, I do do it every once in a while. If it's like an old video where it's only gotten like a thousand views or something, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. will like post a draft of like a, a, I guess you could say cut. So like a blooper of that video because I, I save drafts and like patterns. Like I have videos on videos for just one video because I either messed up the script in my head or I just didn't do what I wanted filming. How many drafts do you guys have? I don't have very many right now. That's just because I've been creatively dead. Um, I have 282. So Right now, I have 73. So not very many. I think I might have... I did not start doing drafts until like Nutchez and Ben were talking about it. But sometimes... And I think this might... I think this is a good idea. Sometimes I will see like a video on my For You page and I'll like duet it and be like you should do this, this, and this to make the video better. Like if I don't have the time and then I'll make it a draft and then I'll go through my drafts and be like, Oh, this was a video idea. This was a video idea. I don't know. I, I kind of feel smart. Like that's kind of fucking smart. Right. But that, that's smart. I do that. Yeah. I draft like video ideas. Like it back when I, not back when, but I guess when I was making a lot of jokes while mixing drinks, I would save like jokes that I want to make in the future. Oh, well, never mind. I mean, I'll do what, like, I'll usually do what videos, like, like how we're talking about getting videos for inspiration from the For You page. If I think I can make something out of it and I don't have a pen and a piece of paper, I'll do what it and be like, this is what I want to do to this video, like, blah, 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 blah. So your content is like so whack. Do you, I, I don't know if you do this, but like in real life, do you ever take like conversations from real life and in your head, you're like, what if this, ha-? I don't know, maybe it's because we watch anime. But you're like doing something in real life and you're like, wait, what if this happened? And then you're like, wait, that could be a video. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like Mm -hmm. sometimes I think about conversations I have with my parents and if I was videoing or if I was walked in on when I was doing my videos and they just like walk in and I just put pan the camera to my mom staring at me with my back flash on in the dark. She's like, what the heck is happening? Because she doesn't know the content I create. Yeah. So yeah. that would that would be a video that would blow up 100%. Because once you add your parents into videos, 100%. it makes everything like I'd say it makes a lot of things blow up. Yeah. Really? You know what? I wanna I wanna give you a little confidence boost. I was talking to Glad. No, 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 and don't make this weird. 
okay. don't make this weird. I, I give, I give clout. I, I compliment my girlfriends too, but hearing you say that, like you felt like you weren't attractive and stuff. I was telling Glenn, I was like seeing him st his stuff. Like, dude, keep doing what you're doing because seeing like other creators that are putting themselves out there and being so fucking weird. It makes not, not saying you're not normal, but like, it makes me like, like I can do that too. Like they're not embarrassed, even though, even though we're talking about it and it's like kind of embarrassing. It's nice to see, sure. like nice to see another creator that's like, and is it East Swizzle? Uh, Ebb Swizzle, I believe. Yeah. 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 And I watch her stuff too. And I'm like, okay, like, like, yeah, we can be weird and that's fine. Not right. only can you be weird, you can be attractive. You are attractive, sir. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. and you've worked hard for that. And I want to let you know, like, Thank like you. guys deserve that hype too. And like yeah. seeing someone be weird and be attractive, it makes me, because I've talked to Glenn, I'm like, I feel like as a woman, it's like, I can't be attractive and be funny. You know what sure. I mean? Like, mm -hmm. imagine if like, like, yeah, you have like comedians like Amy Schumer and like, um, what? what is her name? Like Chunky's dead. Their entire, like, yeah, they don't try to be hot when like, I know every now and then it's like, like Melissa's fucking hot. Like, I'm not saying she's not hot, but I am saying she, she doesn't really care about that, you know? Mm -hmm. Right. So I, that's, I personally don't care about the image I put out, you know? Yeah. And that's what people I think are attracted to personality rather than the looks. And if you look at somebody and it's just the looks, you'll realize it's just the looks, you know, yeah. for example, Lil Huddy or any of the people above like us, you know, 10, 10 million subscribers or 10 million followers or anything, you know, you'll see that and you'll be like, okay, these piece, these people are, are, you know, getting followers for looks. Yeah. And that's, that makes the difference between, you know, thirst trap videos versus, content that you know people may look at as oh a personality trait you know like my content is through my personality but it's also a character I put on to you know like bring out my personality yeah so. yeah but it is it is nice to see that like because I'm be real I've posted videos of me shitting on my TikTok and it's like when I do stuff like that it's like I feel like I can't be pretty I feel like I can't be cute I feel like like, I'm doing videos like that. How can I do that? But to see people, like, and I know it's not, like, I do think personality overlooks, like, you know, right. but, but being an influencer, being out there, like, you want to be attractive. And mm -hmm. seeing right. people that are just as, like, quirky, quote, unquote, and, but they're still able to present themselves in an attractive way. It's very, like, nice to see. It's very inspirational in a way. It makes me, like, want to do that. Right. And that's, that also goes into, you know, um, my content what what my like goal was for creating my content in general when quarantine like came up i really wanted to like in a way just push out content that i would personally like you know approve of yeah. and not listen to all the the people that wouldn't approve of that content and if if quarantine didn't come i wouldn't have been where I am today 100% and like with all the people that are following me a lot of people may relate with my content due to the fact that a lot of people were just put into adulthood without even realizing it like with COVID and stuff so many people were just like bam your high school your high school is you know co completely gone you don't have that experience that a lot of people did and you didn't have that like regular graduation that everybody did and like my like i'd say most of my content is nostalgic through the the music i put in my videos um all the props or items i use in my videos mm -hmm. and that's like a way to go back to childhood and like you know finding your inner child even if you're an adult and that's what i really like enjoy putting out you know yeah. Yeah. You know, now that you say it at first, I really didn't, didn't know where the hell you were going with that. But now that you say it, I completely agree. Like I'm doing these videos and stuff and it really makes me think like, man, I wish like, like that creates, it feels good because as you get older, it's like some people want to suppress that creativity, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And like, I'm so grateful, even though this, this platform, this platform, did I say that platform, even though it stresses us out, even though it pisses us off, I'm so grateful that I do have an audience and that 
I'm accepted somewhere because like I said, sometimes like that creativity is suppressed. Like we're talking about how we were made fun of in high school. Like if it wasn't for TikTok, if I didn't have this audience, I'd still, I'd still feel like that. I'd still, mm -hmm. I wouldn't want to express myself. So thanks guys for listening to another episode of We Should Be The Main Characters. Obviously, I'm so glad that both of my guests were so amazing today. Thank you so much to both of you. Such a bitch. Um, if, you, if you want to follow us, uh, my TikTok and Instagram is Sir Gleneth, S-I-R-G-L-E-N-N-E-T-H. And then Hannah's is H-A-N-N-A-H-P-A-Y-A-B-Y-A-B-dot-J-O-H-N-S-O-N. I hate it, but I can spell it now. Uh, Hannah Piebiev.Johnson. Chandler, what about you? Uh, my uh, TikTok is Chan underscore squared, S-Q-U-A-R-E-D. And then my Instagram is just that with another D at the end because I couldn't get Chan squared on Instagram. <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Obviously, guys, we have like, I guess this is episode seven. So we have six other episodes that you can listen to. Listen to them. They're fun. They're amazing. Most of our conversations are ones like this, uh, especially if you want to go and you want to listen to a podcast similar to this one. The one we did with Dan and Brian, where it's um, our friends are more relevant than we are. That one has a lot of the similar elements. So we talked about a lot of the same things. So it's always nice to like see the same conversation through multiple different perspectives. Uh, we still have an outro, uh, so Hannah, is there anything you want to say before we oh, leave? I'm so glad you asked me. I just wanted to say bye. Like, I was worried you were going to end it, and I was like, this fucking asshole wasn't going to let me say bye. Then again, it's not my podcast, so whatever. It's fine. Anything else that you want to say, Chandler? No, I think that concludes this conversation. Wow, that was really formal. Um, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, oh, I wanted to say thank you. I, I did want to I say we should thank you. Thank sure, you. I guess we should. Thank you. Thank you thank for you. hosting this, guys. And I appreciate all the viewers that are watching this r right now at this moment. And yeah, see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.